I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hello and welcome to the Pro Wrestling Show in association with TalkSport, Will Gavin and John Jackson. A little later in the week this week, apologies, been on the nights, been struggling to get into the studio, but we're going to talk Slammiverse, we're going to talk WWE, The Miz continues to be a spectacular you-know-what, and we're going to be hearing from Lionheart himself, top ICW talent and a member of World of Sport Wrestling, which kicks off this Saturday night. It's the NXT saving so much going on. Here on the Pro Wrestle Show. Cut the music. It's called the Pro Wrestling Show. How many have we done now? Uh, 12? The Twitter is Pro Wrestle Show. The show is the Pro Wrestling Show. If Twitter could just make us have more characters, then we could just change everything to the Pro Wrestling Show and you would never do it again? No, I know. I'm sorry to go off on you. Like last week, someone you, you, tweeted saying that they love your rants. I'm ranting this week. <laughs> I want someone to tweet me and say they like my rants. <laughs> but my rants won't be aimed at WWE or whatever it was last time. It's going to be aimed just at you. Deservedly so. Not going to lie. We started Absolutely off on, a, deservedly started so. off on the wrong foot. It's, it's got Larry. Two weeks ago, people thought that I was angry at you. Today, you're genuinely angry at me. Look, yeah. it's been a long week, Johnny. It's been. Johnny! It's been. It's been <laughs> Johnny! <laughs> You can call me Jonathan, you can call me John. You can even put an H in John and I don't mind. You don't call me Johnny. It's a new thing. Johnny is a condom. I've started calling Sam. I've hated it ever I've since. I've started school. calling Sam on uh, Extra Time Sammy. Producer Sam. Oh, I don't know where it's come from. Can I, I say bellend on this podcast? Yeah, why not? you are a bellend. Why not? This bit isn't the bit that goes on the radio. This is the bit that's just for you who have gone out and downloaded and hopefully given us a five-star review on yeah. iTunes and stuff. Because honestly... Like we've got about like 20 odd reviews on there and I can tell you we've got a lot more than 20 listeners so please go and give us an iTunes 5 star review because it massively helps us grow our audience and find new people it makes us appear in everyone's <coughs> searches and whatnot, which is always uh, which is good and it, yeah just pushes up the charts uh, Are you, have you done any kind of running there. order for the show or news or anything <laughs> like that any plans <laughs> <laughs> yeah i've got them, all my notes here except i've got no signal so they're not downloading amazing uh, uh yeah i mean oh hang on 
Yeah, we got it here. Yeah, the little few th- few little things. What are we going to be talking about on today's show then, buddy? Well, we're going to talk about Raw, SmackDown, NXT, the NXT tapings. You went to Progress and had a great time. Jimmy Havoc did something on Instagram I want to talk about, and Craig Gurney tweeted us to talk about how he was going to watch Fight Club Pro, which has probably just finished in Wolverhampton. But the lineup for it was amazing. That that tag match at Fight Club Pro, Hell like, yeah, oh. I can't see the spoilers because I haven't got signal with so. big old Jonah and be and like it, it, that looked like an absolutely magic match um we were also going to do our new thing which was recommending a free match to go out and check out 100 did you decide on one i know well, you had options last week so i had some plans for this but my plans were going to be based on the fact that keith lee was meant to be um was meant to be i thought debuting in nxt this week because he mm. debuted on the nxt tapings but actually they obviously did the title change um on that how spoilery can we get with that? Because it's happened and we're going to talk about the match and the title change. Yeah. But we already know what the match is going to be at TakeOver in uh, in Brooklyn. Can we talk about what that match is going to be or on NXT? Did they? they didn't announce it yet, did they? They didn't. I, I mean, think enough people know. I think enough people geek, know. You'll have found out. If you really don't want to know and you're avoiding spoilers... Spoilers? <laughs> so I hate those spoilers. Uh... <laughs> Spoilers. Here is just here, fast forward for a little bit. Here is what my um. Here's what my recommendation of the week is for what we're gonna what we're gonna watch. We are gonna watch Will Osprey against Matt Riddle from Over the Top Wrestling's Scrapper Mania Four. It's free. It's available via their YouTube. They uploaded it two months ago. I watched it just the other day. Yeah. Matt Riddle has been heavily, heavily linked with the WWE this week after uh, cancelling a couple of events and a couple of indie appearances. He might be going to a wedding. Like we, do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> he it's might a popular be. weekend. But it, he is cancelled and it's become a big heavy. And then Will Ospreay is appearing in World of Sport for the first time this weekend. Yeah. So we will tweet out a link to that match. We're all going to watch it together, not yep. together, but we're all going to watch it. And the next week on the show, we'll discuss it. So we want you to tweet us your thoughts about Will Ospreay, Matt Riddle from OTT in Ireland from Scrappermania 4. It is quite spectacular. We might even like ring someone. If, if you've got a good opinion on it or you've got a good thought about the match, you might ring someone. We might not. We could get a fan on. Yeah. Okay, I mean, like, we've got the technology don't, here. Don't be, don't be weird, all right? <laughs> like if we the first person we get on who's like you know loads of people tweet us and they want to be involved in the show and that's really cool and we take it really nicely but like just don't be the first one and be a weirdo okay please like we're weirdos there's enough weird on this show already like when Sam did that one show when I was in America that was the most sensible the show's ever been yeah anyway what we'll do is we'll pin that so now listen you're listening to this now open Twitter on your phone or on your whatever and have a look at our Twitter feed at Pro Wrestle Show we tweeted the link and we pinned it to the top so you can find it really easily I'm doing that as we speak just yeah. to make sure he's not so <laughs> I'm watching you do it no I'm reading something All and right. then I'll do it alright um, right so uh, we need so coming up on the show we're going to have Lionheart on talking about World of Sport and about Shug's house party which is this weekend if you're listening on Friday or Saturday then you'll um, then you'll be still able to go down and get tickets if you're in the Glasgow area it's the O2 Academy it's a great lineup. Uh, uh, just Justice against uh, Lionheart, who we're talking to later. Mikey Whiplash against Angelico. Jody Fleisch, who's making How this those Spanish lessons big, really well. <laughs> really well. Uh, Jody Fleisch, who's making this really big comeback. You got Viper, Kaylee Ray, and that's just night one tag championship match. Yeah. Glasgow Street Fight between Joe Hendry and Chris Renfrew. It's genuinely a great lineup. And then on Sunday night, you've got the World Heavyweight Championship match between Stevie Boy and DCT. Jeff Jarrett is turning up. Yes. Gre- Grado is coming home. Jeff Cobb against Aaron Eck 
Mexico, a women's championship match between Viper Casey and Martina. Really, really great lineup. So if you're not there, why not? Jeff Jarrett, by the way, um, ate at the Big Easy restaurant in London, uh, I saw on their Instagram. And he is the second famous person to eat at the Big Easy in the last two weeks. After the Frank Beard from ZZ Top. (laughs) So all um, the big names eat there, apparently. We we dropped the ball on Jeff Jarrett, not going to lie. We could have easily got an interview with him over these two weeks because he's been so, in the UK We've been so much. We've so busy, Will. This is why we're recording this at 10... What's the time? Hang on. 11.25 oh, on a Friday night. Disgusting. That's why we're going to rattle through. I've got through to get up at half four. Yeah, so let's... Should we, should we... Let's rattle through. Speed this process yes, up mate. a little bit and yes. start chatting. Sorry, the lineup for that is really good. Uh, sorry to brush over it. Do we want to hear from Lionheart now? Uh, Front load the show with an interview. Because World of Sports back this weekend. and I Watch think it's mic, re- mate. I think it's really significant. 5pm, ITV, potentially genuine millions of viewers Mm. watching British wrestling. I think there's an interesting fact that a lot of these guys come from ICW and from Progress and from uh, RevPro and from these mostly over 18 uh, projects and the fact that they are then going to be going into what is essentially going to be a family show. So I'm really excited to see and interested to see what the tone is going to be like. And I think what we're going to do, because we're going to the NXT tapings this weekend. We are. We're going to both nights, and on sa- Sunday, we're getting three interviews. Johnny. <laughs> you, if you call me Johnny again, I quit. <laughs> Can I do it? What if I do it while we're interviewing someone so that you can't get angry about it? I'll literally go, sorry, Jordan Devlin. Hold that thought. Will, shut up, you bell end. That's what I'll say to you. We're not talking to Jordan Devlin, by the way. But oh, we are sitting down for half an hour, with, and these can obviously change. <laughs> but we've got... Subject to change. Travis Banks. Yep. We've got Zach Gibson. Yep. And we've got Nina Samuels. Excellent. Talking about the women's pay-per-view as well as getting involved, the women's title, everything now else. We, so, now brilliant. Um, Liverpool have signed a new goalkeeper in the past week. Can I ask Zach Gibson if he's annoyed that he's no longer Liverpool's number one? <laughs> <laughs> Can I? Yeah. All right, if you listen to this podcast now, I promise in the next episode that'll be in there and he'll probably tear me apart and, and refer to me as a piece of S. As always, we'll release these interviews. We'll, we'll, dri- we'll drip feed them. We won't do them all in the all same right, week. But what we might point. do is a special show on Monday, just looking back at World of Sport. I don't know, because the NXT Here's... UK tapings, we're back to the problems with potential spoilers, aren't we? You know what we're going to do? Go on. We're, getting the, we're driving back. Yeah. We are going to record... In the Grapsmobile. In the Grapsmobile, but we're not going to release it until we think it's... Oh, that's not an air for ages, is it? Yeah, that's let's the just problem. record. Okay, let's record our initial reaction after we've watched it on Sunday no night. No spoilers. No spoilers. We'll record it, and then when it comes out, we'll go. Hey, remember when we went to watch this being recorded? Here's our thoughts just after in the car, and, and we'll do. And a- we'll have got like KFC drive through. It'll be intense. I'm not sure any of this is going to happen, but we'll do our best. <laughs> uh, so ahead of World of Sport this weekend, and with him headlining the first night of Shug's house party as well, we spoke with Lionheart, uh, top top UK wrestler top scottish talent uh, i say we john did yeah and the first question which you'll hear in a second is whether people actually call him lionheart or adrian i think it depends uh, to be honest and i'm not overly fussed about people calling me lionheart so adrian is definitely fine adrian oh, that's right well we'll go with adrian um how's it going you, you've got um you've got a busy weekend ahead yeah it's a bit, very busy but a busy week in general to be honest with you yeah, this, uh, this weekend will be very busy saturday especially obviously with everything going on but yeah it should be good and well, I mean, like it's a, it's a really busy weekend of wrestling in general because um, we're going to be at the NXT UK tapings, which are going on in Cambridge. Yeah. We have got World of Sport back on TV on Saturday night, which you're involved with. 
and north of the border at one of the biggest days in or biggest weekends in ICW's calendar Shug's Hoose Party is it pronounced yep. Hoose by the way we keep getting conflicting reports yeah well, yeah if you can I end Scotland Hoose Party yeah alright like, hearing, hearing non-Scottish people doing it it just sounds like we're doing a terrible impression yeah, that, that's strange <laughs> um, what, how, what, what is so special about, about this weekend for ICW um, like ICW run, you know, several kind of flagship shows throughout the year. So they, they do one kind of around January time, which is a square goal, which is their version of the kind of, you know, the, the 30-man rumble type thing. Then they have uh, a so-called Baramania, which is all the kind of fairly famous Baraland ballroom. Then they have Shug's House Party, which is usually a big double double header, a weekend of shows. And then the big one at the end of the year is Freedom Road. You see, but those are four or five main shows throughout the year alongside all of the kind of smaller ones in the garage um, so this is this is one of the kind of main flagship ones and I don't know I think Double is always a little bit more challenging than your average show so a uh, big weekend for the company Absolutely. I mean, obviously, the card for it is is seriously impressive. We've got big names that, you know, obviously work for prom- promotions all around the world. Um, you're yeah. in an amazing position where you're headlining the Saturday night. That's going to be pretty special for you, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I mean, you can see yourself with the, the calibre of talent that's on the show, both UK-based and beyond, you know, to be putting that slot as a guest very special. You, when you're the headliner, this is like something I've always wanted to know. Like when you're the headliner, do you do you sit out the back and sort of block everything out because you're just concentrating on, you know, the performance you're going to put on that night, or do you actually get to watch some of the action sort of like around the curtain? I think you have to kind of do a bit of both. You have to kind of put yourself in your own little bubble and stay focused, etc. But at the same time, I think in order for you to deliver the best performance, especially in a main event, you do need to be aware of what's going on around you the rest of the card. Just to kind of try and, you know, maintain that something a bit different for yourself and make sure you're not, you know, repeating things that perhaps have been done multiple times on the show. So I would say a bit of both, to be honest, you know, find your own space and be focused and comfortable, but at the same time, you know, know your surroundings. I think, like, I think when it comes to different events that you obviously you perform at, I think something so special in the calendar for ICW and for British wrestling in general, you know that the atmosphere is going to be incredible. It's not going to be like one of those ones where you come out and it's just pure silence, which must be fairly awkward for a professional wrestler. You know that crowd is going to be wild in Glasgow, right? Yeah, no, I mean, you always are, to be perfectly honest with you. Um, but, I mean, as you say, we're sticking out bigger shows. They, they always tend to be a little bit more wild, especially if there's like a lot going on. And obviously this weekend, I mean, it's a big weekend for British wrestling in general. So I would anticipate that British wrestling fans attending the show, you know, might be a, a little bit, a little bit more excited than maybe what they normally are, just because you know it's, it's a big thing for them as well. Seeing British wrestling doing so well, so I think this weekend as a whole is going to be a pretty incredible atmosphere. Absolutely. Well, that, that takes us nicely to World of Sport, which is uh, back on ITV on, on Saturday. Sort of prime time on a Saturday night, and we've got wrestling back on TV, which I, I think is incredible. And it just goes to show like how strong British wrestling is at the moment. Um, it must be amazing to be part of that as well. It, it's mind-blowing, to be perfectly honest. I mean, it, we talk about how you know we've, we've worked hard for it for so many years, and this was always the goal and always the dream, and we always wanted to you know, see happen. I mean, I, I'll say openly, honestly, I, I didn't believe I was going to get the opportunity to see it in, in my my career span. 
So the fact that not only is it happening at a time that I'm still an active part of the scene, but I'm getting to be a part of it is just, you'll hear people say a lot, it's a dream come true, but I mean, it literally is, and it's mind-blowing that this is happening right now, and I hope it, um, hope it benefits everyone, and everyone gets the benefit, and it's just, it's just amazing, it really is. And we, we, we've talked on the, on the show quite a lot about how obviously WWE has a lot of the sort of independent talent locked down in the UK now, but that hasn't stopped World of Sport getting like a seriously incredible lineup together. You know, I mean, I could, I, you, if you're listening now, you'll probably know who's there, but you know, like Dave Mastiff's there, uh, Will Ospreay's there, like Grader, like just, it's got such a great lineup. And I, I really hope that it's it's successful for ITV and that it becomes such a, a regular thing that it just gets stronger and stronger. Um, obviously, uh, working with Stu Bennett must have been quite fun. Did you get much time to hang out with him? Yeah, I got a little bit of time to kind of chat with him and, and uh, talk about some different things. He was obviously getting pulled in a lot of different directions. He's a, a kind of a main feature part of the, the show. But yeah, having him on board is, I mean, it benefited him in a lot of ways. Obviously, his global name value um, that he brings to the, the product kind of straight away makes it very much you know, a very serious thing and people can set up and take notice but just having him there with the experience he has of obviously working in television and working to, you know, a, a certain way and um, that experience was invaluable just for, for him to be there and, you know, it was kind of uplifting and motivating for a lot of the younger guys to see that someone of his name value was involved in this. He was there to kind of help out with advice and feedback and things like that. So, yeah, having him involved is fantastic. That is that is the thing actually. That's a really good point because obviously you know we have a lot of uh, people on the show who will talk about how you know they they could be veterans of wrestling, but they'll still learn things from different matches they have and different people they work with for the first time. But actually having that person that's been on global TV, it's kind of those things that maybe as a sort of start, an independent wrestler starting out, it's things you never really consider because they seem to be so far into the distance. And now you know with people like WWE, you know doing NXT UK as well, the chances of you as an independent wrestler in the UK getting on TV is actually probably quite a lot higher now so learning those things from someone like Stu is really invaluable I guess yeah definitely and it, it's, I think that's a huge factor in, in why he's there just to kind of bring that level of experience to, to the, the product and yeah as you mentioned yourself if you're a kind of young independent wrestler kind of starting out you know I mean certainly when I was starting out years ago it was, it was a very different thing but you don't imagine that you're you're going to be a part of something so special in the first place, but to have someone who a lot of young independent wrestlers may have kind of grew up or watched on television for a number of years is now, you know, sitting backstage in the same locker room as you and watching your matches and chanting and giving you feedback. It's it's all a pretty surreal experience, <laughs> in all honesty, but a good one. Yeah, it's amazing. One question that, that we did come up with for this is that obviously ICW is very much an 18-plus product, and and this world of sport is 5pm on a Saturday night. Is is that something you go into it thinking about? Like, I've, I'm not at ICW, this is not Glasgow? Um, I mean, not really, no, because, I mean, out with ICW, a lot of the guys and girls, myself included, we still work on a lot of family shows. Anyway, it just so happens that this one is going to be recorded and viewed, viewed hopefully by millions of people on television. So you, you kind of, you know, you, you go in very much knowing and expecting the, the type of performer you need to be and the kind of output you need to have. Obviously, it's completely different worlds and um, you need to be careful you don't have the odd slip up or slip of the tongue when you're, 
you know, having an interview or anything like that. But you're very much kind of you're prepared, going in, and you know exactly the environment you're in and the audience that you're catering to. So as much as it's two very different worlds and two different products, it's something you're very consciously aware of and have experience of doing both. Of course, and you're all professionals, so like you know that there's a level of being professional, isn't there, when you're sort of thinking about your audience at all times, I guess. Um, yeah, of course, yeah. Well, I mean, like we're really excited about all these events, and uh, obviously they're all sort of going off. If if we you know, we haven't got to an ICW show yet, because we're down south, we're, we're in London, and we always talk about how we're going to get there. We were hoping to come up this weekend, it didn't work out. We are going to try and get to a, an ICW show before the end of the year in Scotland. Mm-hmm. Can people see you in action in England anywhere? Yeah, I mean, I spend uh, kind of time in England kind of on and off. Obviously, ICW is my kind of main promotion, mm. but I spend a lot of time in Preston City Wrestling. We're obviously based in Preston. I'm a, I'm a main fixture down there. Um, I appear fairly regularly for Target Wrestling in Carlisle. Uh, you can catch me sometimes down at NGW in Hull. Uh, just, you know, on the other occasion, other kind of promotions as, as one-off kind of appearances and things like that so the best thing to do is keep on top of my, my social media and I'm usually pretty well informing people of where I'm going to be yeah you got to be you got to hustle and something that I mean like everyone asks you about is the injury um mm-hmm. for, for those of you for those people listening who don't know about the injury I mean do, do you want to explain what happened probably better coming from the horse's mouth yeah I mean uh, I made a mistake I uh, took uh, the Styles class from a wrestler called AJ Styles who I'm assuming most people listening to this will know yep um, the champ at the moment um, I moved my head the wrong way Aye. I made a mistake I was supposed to put my head back I didn't I tucked my head forward I landed on the back of my head and his body mate came down on top of me and I broke my neck in two places and that's, uh, that's that's a long and short of it really it was yeah. a mistake I made <laughs> I mean that's all you need to know really isn't it and I, I mean the, obviously I've sort of read the I've read the, I just went back and read the news reports now from when it happened and people mm. saying that you know you may, you you certainly wouldn't wrestle again you may not even walk again and obviously it's miraculous that you've you, you've recovered in such a way like have you I'm assuming like you, you as you say there it was a mistake you made a mistake you haven't really have you had to change anything you do in the ring because of that injury or was it just a case of just not making that mistake again as, as crass as that sounds no I've, I've definitely changed my in-ring style uh, to be a little less risky that allowed me to kind of focus more on my, my kind of performance in terms of my character and things like that I won't take any kind of you know big unnecessary risks so mm. you know I'll still I'll still take some risk etc but yeah I definitely had to tweak my wrestling style so it was less impactful on the on the body um, and trying to kind of look after myself a bit better in that respect so as long as I don't go out and you know do anything stupid I'm doing okay so something that I've been talking whether I ask you this or not and I, I mean this in a kind of totally just inquisitive way like when something mm. like that happens when a wrestler makes a mistake obviously the other wrestler probably feels a lot of guilt even though you know it may not have been their fault how was AJ when that happened was was how did that go down like I mean I can't comment on you know how he felt I mean I'm sure he of course felt bad that he was working with someone and they got injured um, all I can comment on is, is my viewpoint of things and my viewpoint is he didn't really reach out to me and ask if I was doing okay you know throughout my rehab process he didn't uh, really acknowledge you know, me and my physical health and anyway he commented on it publicly once or twice and his comments were just basically you know the move is safe it was his own fault unfortunately he moved ahead the wrong way which is fine you know I was very kind of open and honest about that publicly but you know for me if I'm wrestling someone and as you say they get hurt 
it doesn't matter whose fault it is. You know, what matters most is, is this person okay? And I didn't get that vibe from him. He didn't reach out and ask if I was okay, really. And uh, I wrestled him again. We, you know, we had, a, we had a rematch sometime after I came back to wrestling. And, and that's literally all it was. We, we had the rematch and then, you know, we, we had a, a brief chat and, uh, you know, put our own kind of viewpoints across. But that was that was really the end of it. And I haven't seen or spoken to him since and I don't really have a desire to. So uh, professionally, I think he's, he's absolutely fantastic and he deserves where he, where he is at the moment and all the success he's having. But, you know, personally, I don't really care much for him. No, that's disappointing to hear. I mean... If things worked out and and you were to work a program with him at some point in whatever promotion, would that be that be cool with you? You'd, you'd work with him again? Yeah, of course. I mean, I'm I'm a, I'm a professional. At the end of the day, so I'm seeing if money and circumstances correct and it's done properly. Then yeah, I wouldn't have a problem with that. And I don't imagine that that he would either. You know, wrestling wrestling is a workplace. You know, and you know, sometimes there's just there's people you like and you get on with, and sometimes there's just there's people you don't. But at the end of the day, you go in and you do your job. Yep. And I'm sure that that would be the case on, on both sides. I don't imagine there would be any, you know, professional issues in that respect. And I'm sure there's everyone who works anywhere, from working in a shop to being a professional wrestler, there's going to be people you don't get on with that you just oh, have course. to put up with. Of Absolutely, that's exactly. It's just life, isn't it? Well, look, Adrian, look, thanks for, thanks for taking the time. Uh, just before you have this big match uh, tomorrow, uh, we'll look out for it. Obviously, um, if you can't get to, you know, not going to be at ICW, you can catch it on the uh, on the streaming service. Yeah, uh, we're going yep. to look forward to World of Sports, and uh, you know, it, we'll, we'll follow you on social media, and we'll hopefully see you in there. I say that we do have listeners in Scotland. Well, we'll just hopefully see you all around the country, all right? Excellent. Appreciate it. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Uh, Lionheart slash Adrian. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see what he does and what he, because he's a guy who maybe, had it not been for the injury, would be considered in amongst the very top guys. And he's one of the best up in the north of England and up in Scotland. But uh Went in a bit on AJ Styles, didn't he? A little bit, a little bit. Um, yeah, I mean, it, 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 he explained everything. He said, he said what he said, and um, you can kind of understand it. Yeah, I th- here's the thing. I I've watched that instant back, and it is clearly Adrian's fault. He tucks his head. Who's a oh Lionheart? Yeah, Lionheart. Right. Sorry, Lionheart. Lionheart's fault. He tucks his head, and he accepts that, and he knows that it's his fault. Oh yeah. I'm kind of shocked that AJ Styles was not cool about it. You know, if you've listened to that Jericho podcast, and I have listened to that Jericho podcast, he pretty much, in no uncertain terms, suggests that he basically says that the guy blames him for it, which yeah. he's never ever done. And also in the same podcast, he suggests that Roderick Strong tucked his head as well, but to make the move look good. So not because he made an error. But to make the move look good, and you're kind of like, well, why? You're defending your indie mate from America, who's now in WWE. Yeah, but you're not kind what of about the Scottish guy. So I was a little bit disappointed by that, and it's like kind of strong words, and and so, yeah, good interview. Well done, buddy. Thanks very much, mate. Any anytime, mate. Anytime. While I was doing it, I was looking at you through the glass. If you don't know, me and Will like work together, and but Will was actually working at that point, and I was waiting to on work. the arrows. I wait, w- yeah. Will was commentating on darts at that moment, watching a man with a big Mohican while I was chatting to a wrestler. 
weird uh, what contrast. A, what a varied life we lead. Yeah. Um, uh, what now? Right, so we've got, we need to talk about Slammiversary. Yes. Which is the only wrestling I've watched in real depth this week. Well, will you talk about that now then? Um, just, just say, because we're going to talk about Raw, SmackDown and NXT, and NXT in particular, but what I kind of did was went through and I picked out the matches and I watched the highlights, and just because I've worked every night this week, I haven't had a chance to watch it all, and part of what we do is to try and make sure that you get all your wrestling information and stuff, because we don't, you can't always get it, but... Um, but also, we don't watch everything, so if you have seen something obscure, feel free to tweet us at any point. I quite like reading tweets where someone's gone to like a really random wrestling show. So, at Pro Wrestle Show, shoot us a tweet whenever. So I mainly I, log in when I'm drunk. I think Impact is on the cusp, and this is why I really wanted to speak to Jeff Jarrett, uh, is, <laughs> we, we've messed up, I will get in touch with him, we'll get him on over the phone, is, is really and genuinely on the cusp of doing something special. Mm-hmm. Uh, because and, and getting back to the way that it was when it was TNA and you had AJ Styles and you had the brilliant trilogy that he had. Because my original plan was when they announced AJ Styles Samoa Joe, I was going to say let's put up one of those TNA fights. And I have found some of them. We're going to do that as well. Don't worry, we've got time. That's when they were a true, never an equal to WWE, but actually something that you would make an appointment to watch every week now they've brought Don Callis in who has got back into the industry via New Japan and they seem to have got a load of new ideas and a load of kind of talent that's coming from Lucha Underground and places like that and you know what Slammiversary was genuinely superb honestly fantastic what was a standout match for you on that Uh, I haven't seen it yet because again like we've got this problem where like I've been, you've been working late. I've been working, it's just clashing all the time. So the the stuff that really, really stood out for me, uh, Pentagon and Sammy Callahan was great, really good dynamic between the two, really good. Sammy Callahan is an awesome heel. Like he does, he plays the role so well. Uh, Austin Aries against Moose, which was a little bit late. They only went for about 16 minutes, which I was a bit surprised by. Um, and uh, it was kind of, I was surprised to see Aries retain I thought Moose I thought it was his moment I thought Mm, the way they built up to the event the way they'd got to there but Aries was brilliant led a great main event and uh, like from a Moose perspective the easiest I've seen him do on TV by by quite some way and you know what as well when you've had a show that's been as good as that and then you have a main event which doesn't necessarily look like it's going to be a fit of styles Actually, they managed to pull it off and do really well. I'm not going to go through this match by match, but look, if you're going to go back and watch it now that we're almost a week away from it, the match, I'd say, is those two. Uh, the the 5150, the 5150 street fight between LAX and the OGs. Um, this is ridiculously like intense as a street fight. Properly, f- properly hot crowd, properly fun, really properly delivered. Um, and uh, there was... A real kind of it, it built beautifully towards the end and had a really good crescendo and everyone worked stupidly hard and, and honestly I thought that was the best match of the night. Was by it some like distance. a street fight like ECW used to do street fights? Was it like a proper street? Was there basically Will? Was there bins involved? <laughs> there, there were bins involved. There were tables. There were uh, there were chains that were used to choke guys. Um, there was <laughs> there was Drano used at one point. Hmm. Uh, there was uh, the ladders were involved. There was they, they really. It's Sounds did good. get through it all. Yeah. It, was there anything as disgusting as that clip you showed me this week of Jimmy Havoc having his arm sliced with a pizza cutter? Oh, you um, sick. You are sick. 
Showing me that work as well. On, uh, what's it called? MLW, ML, whatever that thing is. But when Jimmy Havoc actually looks a little bit panicked because he's hurt himself, you know he's really hurt himself. Because, like, that man will sit there with thumbtacks in his feet, which I remember when we saw him a couple of days later, he was like, yeah, I still can't really walk. It's still agony. But, you know, he needed a towel and he needed to close that thing up. And it was just vile. So those three that closed out the event, I'd say, Matt Seidel and Cage was pretty good. Cage picking up the title I liked, but... It didn't quite live up to what they can do. And actually, the, the opening matchup, which they really, really heavily sold, sold um, P.T. Williams came in and replaced Rich Swan, which you thought at the last minute, as f- close as it was with a four-way, a Monty Man match, which can be such a balls-up. There were so many There were so many things. <laughs> I've never heard a Monty Man <laughs> match called a balls-up. Did you say an utter balls-up? I utter, wish you had. Yeah, it could Next be an utter saying- balls-up. <laughs> Honestly, sorry. I think it's because it's late and I'm tired, but that's made me laugh. Uh, right. But instead, it was. It wasn't a balls up. It was balls to the wall instead. Proper action. It was like um, talking about balls. It, it was, despite the fact that it was a bunch of guys who had no way cruiserweights. It yeah. was like an old-fashioned cruiserweight match. And having Johnny Impact, I still find weird calling him that, but uh, pick up the Impact. win as well. Uh, yeah, it was great. It was a great way to open the show and put me in the right mood. And I just. Go and watch Slammiversary. It's really good. Right. Where can you watch Impact now? Is it, is it still on? It's on Impact, British, is on it? Impact is on TV. Impact is on TV. Slammiversary, I did uh, get online and stream. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, uh, I I don't know was Slammiversary on TV or not. I don't think that was, no, but I think, like, Impact is shown on Channel 5 still. Uh, it's, uh, it's on, like, 5 Star yeah, or yeah, 5 yeah, yeah. USA or one of those kind one of, of things. One of the Channel 5 channels. Who'd have thought Channel 5 would have loads of spin-offs? <laughs> channel 5 was crap when it came out. <laughs> Channel 5's, literally, Channel 5's um, big, like, what do you call it when it's the main show? Whatever, the main event show is Jane McDonald on cruises or something. It's like, bloody hell. Anyway, Painful. you can watch wrestling on it. What else? WWE. Let's talk about WWE. Um, I Should we just talk about it in general? Because like, I don't have anything I want to particularly pick out from each show. That would take ages. Well, I think the first thing we've got to talk about is the, the women's pay-per-view announcement. Oh, yeah, big. that's big. Um, K- kicked off the show. Big, obviously a massive deal, and this is we'll do. I think Nina Samuels will do next week, and we'll talk about the women's pay per view because I want to get mm. a female voice. First of all, Nikki Cross being there, loved that. Yes, it's quite clear that she's headed main rosterwards. Um, there were highs and lows to this. First of all, brilliant they've announced it. Evolution sounds very exciting. I think there are booking decisions to be made about who holds the titles going into that and trying to build it up as much as possible, trying to make sure that there are a couple of matches that are real top-class main event type things, which may mean taking the titles off both Carmella and Alexa Bliss. Mm -hmm. It was all a little too self-congratulatory. Yeah. Like, I think WWE do this stuff well, but the kind of 10-minute build-up to the announcement where Triple H was bigging up Stephanie and then Stephanie was bigging up Vince and then Vince was... And it all just... While while the entire roster stood on the rampway in their ring gear just watching it happen was all a bit odd. It was strange, like... They, 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 They make it feel special, but maybe just a little bit too many pats on the back. Yeah, I get that. And I know that they really like, they like to do, hey, we're doing new things. And, you know, they've done loads of new things. And that's great. And obviously women's wrestling is really, you know, on par, if not better than men. In WWE, I probably enjoy watching the women more than the men at the moment. Um, but yeah, it's just that kind of like we're going to tell you while we clap ourselves, which is a bit weird. The, um, but, um, the other thing that kind of maybe concerned me was 50 women 
past, present, and and future uh, will take thing, part. Like, which ma- which suggests to me we're getting a battle royal, oh, which we don't need. Do we need to drag up loads of people that aren't ever really like I, that nostalgia thing? That's fine. At like the Royal Rumble, cool. Do we need to bring loads of people back that you know? I just I'm not really that bothered about the nostalgia stuff. So I'm really happy that they're bringing up some of the NXT UK people. I'm very personally happy that Isla Dawn is there because I think she's great. Um, which I say every week on the podcast. <laughs> she, just hoping she hears it one day and goes, "Can I, goes, just let can you I know, come on your show, this please?" This week, um, when she posted that she was on the NXT uh, on the Evolution, I did write "Well done" on Instagram, and several hours later, she did like my comment. There so, you go. Um, first interaction with Isla Dawn. It's happening. It's happening. Um, the I think what is exciting, however, about that is they've already said NXT UK women probably involved. Yeah, that's good. Well, we know Ginny's involved. We know Tony Storm's involved. Um, and I suspect they'll have the NXT UK title defended on a Evolution. Yeah, maybe pre-show, but even so, that's great. Yeah, you'll have the NXT women's title. I still think tag titles will be announced by then. And what I quite like the idea of that we we machinated on in the office the other day was. You do a tournament on each of the shows and maybe do a tag triple threat with Aurora Smackdown and an NXT women's tag team mm. that go head to head so that they're a shared belt, but they, you know, put some mystery as to where they're going to be. 100%, yeah. Um, I like the fact that you know, there's, there's a lot to be excited about. The Mae Young Classic finals are going to be there as well. Like All of that's all that's great. Fantastic. Really excited about it. Just, I don't want it to become this really bloated, ridiculous, silly thing. Yeah. I just want it to be a great wrestling show. Keep it in the vein of NXT TakeOver, please. Yes, There's also rumours, by the way, on NXT TakeOver that they're going to make eight a year. Like They've been so popular that they're looking at doing eight. I read it yesterday. And, you know, it's not a rumour website and stuff, so there might be some truth in that. But would NXT TakeOver still be as good as if, if there were eight? I think they would. Yeah, I think I think they've got enough quality. And we saw it with the last one. There were five matches on the card and there were at least four or five talent that weren't involved. We were like, they should definitely be on this. Yeah, exactly. So that's a good thing. If that happens, then awesome. Uh, let's talk... So what else happened on Raw? The B team defended the championship. Love the B team. It was lucky. Big up the B team. Uh, Sasha Banks and Bailey are selling that they're mates again now. That happened. Yeah. I wonder if that's a little bit of a setup now that they they kind of like had to turn one of them heel. But if they are bringing in these women tags titles, that's possibly they're maybe setting up that they're going to be friends and they've shelved those plans. That's just me in my mind thinking that as a cynic. Maybe I'd still like to see one of them turn heel. Yeah, would I, Bailey I, make a good heel? I, I don't I, think so. I, actually, I don't think you need to turn one of them heel. I think the feud itself builds that if you do say they do the match at evolution i thought it was gonna happen sooner than that but now you've announced that it kind of makes sense to do it there you've built the story for so long over two years you can have someone playing the heel role likely sasha you'd think in the pairing without them having to be a heel outside of that match because it's similar to gargano champa you can have one guy who just has been so driven to that he snapped, but then once he's wrestling outside of it, he can go back to being Johnny yeah, Wrestling. Sure. And that's fine that people still buy into it. Uh, Finn Balor, Drew McIntyre was What nice. I want is Bailey to turn heel, and then all those, um, you know, the blow up men, they, they come up, except they've all like flipping the bird. <laughs> and that's how you know she's gone full heel. And Sorry, then. Carry on, yeah. We had Roman Reigns beating Bobby Lashley. I... Why? Why, Will? I'm not going to rant again. I made my feelings oh, clear last week. For a rant. I made my feelings clear last week. You don't week. need to reiterate it. If you want to know Will's thoughts on the whole Roman Reigns thing, listen to last week's podcast. I might 
literally we could be going to SummerSlam and I might not watch this match we're not this year we're maybe going to Survivor Series yeah we'll talk about unconfirmed. that unconfirmed um, well oh really have you booked your flights no no, no, no. unconfirmed Is, if anyone's going to Survivor Series let us know because we can maybe share some you could hang out actually no you might be weird no don't do that stop why are you stood are up weird. Will has can I just let you know Will has stood up and why he's is, now, what's wrong with that we're in a stretching. radio studio I can do what I want I'm breaking the fourth wall are you, are you stretching kind of need the toilet oh my word trying to get through it without well, stop talking breaking it that, off keep going then alright sorry now everyone's going to know when I rush through the rest of it. Blah 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 blah. Smackdown, Becky Lynch, love it. Yeah, Smack Smackdown, Becky Lynch, and not just Becky Lynch, but how good. I mean, this was a great, another great episode of Smackdown. Back to back weeks. Yeah, really, really good episodes. Um, the I absolutely loved. I've been the Americans have loved Paige the GM. Yeah, they absolutely are bought into it. Right, I've not been as sure. I love Paige, as you know, both on a personal level, having now met her like twice uh i think we're best friends and you've got all uh, the videos haven't you <laughs> um and uh not not touching that and um that's what she said she's uh she's, and i i think she's great but i don't think she's had the the role just hasn't really i don't she's not flourished into it yet it hasn't felt genuinely like she is the gm and i know it's always a setup role and you're given a script and whatever but yeah the way she reacted to Ellsworth coming out at the AJ Styles contract signing and actually fired him and took him out the back <laughs> and kicked him out of the building. <laughs> kicking him out the door was so funny. That was all absolutely glorious. And then back that up with Samoa Joe coming out and choking out AJ Styles and yeah. smashing up and signing the contract and that great shot of him staring down the camera. All of that. Absolutely loved it. AJ, Joe, Ellsworth gone. Call me a happy bunny. You're a happy bunny, Will. Thanks, mate. Will Ellsworth turn up again, or do you think that's it for him? I think that might be it. He's, apparently, he never had a contract. Just so. turned, yeah, I mean, like, for him, probably gets him another three or four months of indie bookings from that. So, cool. Um, I'm not sure that... I, I think we probably could have had Sanity win their tag team tournament yeah, match. that was random, wasn't it? I thought they would, but... And then Miz and Maurice. This was... As soon as I saw the baby, I mean, like... You knew it was, something was coming. It looks so fake. But even so, it was... It was funny. It was good. I enjoyed it. It's a good way of bigging up what is basically a TV show afterwards in a whole segment, but Have still making it entertaining. I haven't watched Miz and Mrs. because, like, with um, Total Bellas and Total Divas, I like to sit and watch them all in one go when I'm ill. I'm... So I'm going to wait. Have you watched it? J'adore Miz. I just love him so much. Right. He's so Can good. we... I've stood next to Miz, Miz but I've not spoken to him. You and Miz, can we? We need to do some kind of. Can you go and watch the basketball together? Uh, yeah, we. I mean, can I, we arrange that? I'll go to Cleveland. We can yeah. watch the Browns. It'd be exactly. great. Oh man, don't. But they're setting up him and Daniel Bryan properly now. Finally, like, he actually finally one of them got their hands on the other one. Daniel Bryan coming out, him throwing the baby, then hitting him with the with the uh, with the skull crushing finale. I mean, just great can they do it at survivor series instead of SummerSlam? though please yes please <laughs> please do that please yes please <laughs> that's what i'd like have some kind of screwy finish at SummerSlam and do it Let's at survivor series, survivor series. Uh, please. then nxt we yeah. teased it last week but we couldn't talk about it tomaso champa my fantasy booking which i thought was going to come true over the next six months has taken about four weeks to happen premature yeah a premature fantasy no, I'm not going there. I'm not doing it. I'm not touching it. Uh, Tommaso Ciampa beating Alistair Black. Honestly, again, a takeover level pay-per-view match. 
two guys who, uh, up until the screwy finish, which was necessary for the storytelling, mm -hmm. it was hard-hitting, brutal, really good story. And then you have the ref bump and the interference, and it could have felt overbooked. But I think we're at that point with this feud and with Alistair Black being there that it just worked. And Gargano is making it work by selling it so beautifully. So now as a fantasy booker, what's what... Uh... Where does this leave Alistair Black? So I am slightly frustrated for Alistair Black because Alistair Black has never headlined an NXT takeover. Or has he? Uh, we can, can we just say what they are doing at Brooklyn? Spoiler alert. I'm going to be honest with you. I actually don't know. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Triple threat. Gargano, Champa, Alistair Black. That's the main event. Oh, okay. At NXT Brooklyn. Now, News to me. Do you need Alistair Black in the feud between these two? Probably not. No. D will he get called up the day after? Is it an official third? Is it the rubber match between these two, really, if it's a triple threat? Or can you have it that either Black wins the title because those two become obsessed with each other, or like Black wins it back, or that maybe Gargano wins it by pinning Black, and they've both held it, and they have something at the, at the Survivor Series takeover? There's... There's so many routes they could go with it. Mm. I just would much rather see the two of them go head-to-head -head for the title. That's what I was hoping it Makes for. me wonder if Alistair Black might get called up then. I don't think it's, it's time soon, yet. I don't think it's time yet. I love Alistair Black, but I really don't think it's time. Between that, EC3 and Dream. Sounds like it's going to be really good. Lacey Evans came back. Cole Ricochet, their promo was really great. And he had Ricochet doing his flippy stuff and breaking the internet again. All wonderful. Uh, Bianca Belair was really good again. Just NXT knocking out of the park. Dakota Kai, love Dakota Kai. Love Dakota Kai. Yes. Do you have a list of indie stuff that's coming up this week? I was just going to say, by the way, some of the NXT, they've announced some of the NXT people that are coming over for the tapings this weekend. And I think um, Tegan Knox. I hate that name. Uh, yeah. She's there, isn't she? Is Dakota Kai there? Tegan Knox is. I know, I haven't seen a lot of this actually. Um, but I know I, Noam Dar's there. I know Noam Dar's there. I saw that. Was it off the WWE they've UK? Just, they've just kind of fed them out really organically from the actual people's Instagrams and stuff. Like WWE have not pushed them all out. If that makes sense. Yeah, uh, yeah I've seen them, the, the occasional one popping up here and there. I'm just having a little search through now. Oh, look, uh, Zach Gibson was on the Anfield Rap podcast. Uh, Tony Storm is going to be there. They tweeted that. Uh, I mean, a lot of these are people we're expecting. Joe Coffey, Mark Andrews. Yeah. A lot of them are the people who are in it anyway. Uh, Mustache Mountain are going to be there. Uh, Wolfgang. So all that we're really expecting. Oh. Um, at one point... <laughs> oh, woo. I don't get it. Uh, I really point, want him to do a wooga. You did, um, you did suggest on the Sunday, because we're doing our interview Sunday morning slash lunchtime, that we do some kind of meet-up. Yeah, I mean, the... again, if you're insane, don't apply for this. You really need to stop accusing our listeners of being weird. Oh, no, no, it's just that I've worked in radio for long enough that I know that you don't meet listeners and you don't certainly don't eat anything that listeners send in. So I'm just taking a bit of um, caution with this. I'm joking, of course. I'll tell you, that's not been my experience. Gary the Milkman, who uh, listens... Uh, that sounds like a drug dealer. ...religiously <laughs> to... Uh, a drug dealer. <laughs> ...who listens religiously to TalkSport Extra Time and, and tweets in and calls in and texts in. He brought us some fantastic... Some stuff from his cart, so some fruit juices, bit of milk. Is it fruit juices and like also a some, milk cart? Some, some pies and stuff as well. Yeah. It was, it was delightful. And an ounce of Coke. <laughs> <laughs> He means a fluid ounce of Coca-Cola, of course. Well, of course I do. <laughs> That's how the Americans measure it. Why, why wouldn't I? Isn't a fluid ounce about three shots? 
<laughs> it's like 70 mils or something. <laughs> it's not a lot, is it? No, absolutely not. Uh, but yeah, I, I, excited about this weekend. Between how are we going to do it? Because World of Sport starts at 5pm. Yeah. The NXT tapings don't start till 7. We're going to watch it in a weather... Is there a weather spoons <laughs> in, in... Right, here we go. If you're listening on the way now to um, Cambridge... <laughs> Weatherspoons in Cambridge we'll be there at five we'll all watch World of Sport on Will's little laptop <laughs> people can do that thing where they order drinks to us randomly so if you're not there you can feel like you're part of it and we'll just get hammered and then um, we'll go to the NXT tapings we'll watch NXT and it'll be great um, I just want to pick up because uh, while you're looking at some other shows that are happening this week I went to the midweek matters graps uh, yeah. progress this week Progress are at a point at the moment where, because they're doing the builds to September and the US tour and Germany and everything, some of the shows haven't, they've, they've been, nothing's ever been less than good, but some of them haven't lived up to the absolute heart. Like, you know, I used to go to Progress and think it was always like an eight or nine out of 10. Mm-hmm. This show had, first half was, um, you know, had some, some great moments and a really good, um, you know, good women's titles match, a really good four-way involving Pete Dunne, Chris Widgeway, Eddie Dennis and Mark Haskins as well, worth checking out. Some more Thunderbastard Championship stuff that was good. Um, but the second half was superb. I saw and you after this and you were on cloud nine. I was buzzing off the second half. So again... Late in the podcast, if you're planning to watch this back on Progress On Demand, spoiler alert for the next three things I'm going to tell you. We kicked off the second half of the Progress Atlas Championship match. Doug Williams against TK Cooper. Wasn't spectacular. Doug Williams got in a lot more offense than he has done in a lot of the matches I've seen him in recently because a lot of the time he's been playing the kind of grizzled veteran battling back, but he actually you know, looked really strong here. But following the match, Trent Seven comes out, challenges, uh, challenges Doug Williams to an Atlas Championship match. I think Wembley, Doug Williams, someone like Trent Seven, passing of the torch moment, that could be where Doug Williams genuinely ends his career on September 30th what at Wembley. What a way to do it, though. Yeah, 100%. Biggest indie show in 30 years. Like, that would be just a spectacular way for him to, to end his career. And Trent Seven, great moment at the end of the promo where he said, by the way, if you think this is one of those, one of those promos where it's like a passing of the torch, nicey-nicey, shaking hands, all that nonsense... You know, I've watched your recent matches. You're a dying flame, and I'm going to snuff it out. And then just ro- and then just powdered out of the ring. And did he roll really slowly to- out of the ring? <laughs> he did a little bit, yeah. yeah. Kind of sarcastically slowly out of the ring. I love it. Uh, there was a Progress Women's uh, number one contender match between Tony Storm and Laura Di Matteo, which was a really strong match. And afterwards, House of Couture came out, attacked. With Millie McKenzie and Candy Floss came out, another two of the best women's wrestlers on the scene. So it was like eight of the best women's wrestlers in the UK Such all came out and were Wednesday. facing off. So we're going to have some kind of multi-woman tag match I imagine probably at the chapter that happens August before and then I think it'll be Tony Storm and Ginny rematch at uh, uh, Wembley I imagine and then the big one the big one the ring general Walter came out and faced the Kiwi buzzsaw Travis Banks for the title in a no count outs match and one thing they did beforehand they showed a video package of the feud the build up And it was brilliant. It was properly WWE level quality production. Yeah. That got everyone really hyped. Walter came out first. Crowd was absolutely pumped. Now, the match itself, spoilerific. Again, if you're still listening here, you're still listening here. I still haven't got a bell, have I? It was, um, it was, there was a, a lot of, a bit of overbooking. TK Cooper tried to get involved. Walter choked him out. He got taken backstage. Then, there was a ref bump. The ref bump happened. TK Cooper came down with a steel chair, threw it in the ring. Walter snatched it. Like, 
Walter had the chair because um, uh, Banks threw it at him. Banks then lay on the ground and basically tried to accuse Walter of using the chair on him. So Walter looked at Chris Roberts, looked at TK Cooper and smashed it over his head. And then, like, Roberts let the match go on. So it was all lots of... Then Travis Banks tried to use his belt to try and get the match finished by disqualification. So he didn't lose it. Then Tyler Bate came out, maybe setting up a Tyler Bate championship match in the future because they'd faced off in Birmingham. So it was all a bit overbooked. And if you didn't know the backstory, it, like... But because you did know the backstory and because of the video package and because of the drama, it all worked on the night. I'm I'm intrigued to see how it works when I watch it back next week. Yeah. But the big thing is, Walter wins the championship. Yeah, he, he's the man now. Beats Travis Banks clean. And he powerbombs him. Travis Banks kicks out at one. And you're like, oh my God, they're actually going to do... Travis Banks somehow comes back and wins this. And Walter just snapped. Smashed him. Just out Lariat, another powerbomb. Pinned him. One, two, three, and Huge the pop, pop. Yeah. was insane. And, like, I know Jim Smallman is uh, uh, the king of, you know, it's his job. It's self-promotion, knows how to build a crowd, knows how to... He was saying afterwards, and it felt genuine, that was the loudest he's heard a crowd in there in a very long time. And they absolutely lost it. It was a great moment. And if you don't... If you haven't watched Walter before, and you don't get it, and you've never seen it before... He's now the only man who's ever held the PWG Championship, the WXW Championship, and the Progress Championship. The three that you would argue are the three biggest indie companies in the world. For and sure. he's the only one to have held all three titles. That's he's, amazing. He, he's the man. And when you look at people who've held two of those titles, people like Marty Skrull and Zack Sabre Jr. and Keith Lee, and like, there's, it's an amazing list. And he, he's actually held all three. Walter is he's only 30 as well. I just I love him. I just love him. Chub rating for progress? For the second half of full chub. Full, full chub. Hard chub. He's reached, uh, it's a, total, it's a full, uh, full moon tonight, so you've reached full <laughs> chub on a full moon. First half was like the massaging to, to, oh to build me up. God. It was a Wednesday night, it was a bit of an odd crowd because people hadn't been drinking all day already because they'd mm-hmm. been at work. It was hot, hot, it was sweaty, but by the end... It, okay, w- it well, all worked out in the end. Well, look, I'm going to be watching that on demand.progress.com. And if you like the sound about it, do that too. Um, other things we need to talk about, Will. Um, yeah, I'm spent now. So whatever uh, else you want to I'm going to do this. You know, way. like when um, people have meetings at work and there's like anything else that needs to be addressed. Any, AOB. Yeah, any, any other business. Two things I need to mention, right? One is that Riptide have announced that Star of Get Your Own Back... Dave oh Benson my God, Phillips. How did we not talk about this? <laughs> it's going to be part of their tournament on August the third. Next week, we're not going. Uh, Can we go? It's Dave Benson Phillips and Session Moth are going. <laughs> Who are they facing? It's like, oh, it's, I don't know. That is the best tag team in the history of all time. Now. And they actually did a thing which was, um, which was, uh, they they did a vote for what their name should be, uh, and it was. Uh, I think the winner ended up being um, Clunge Tank. What? Can I, can, I, can I say that Dave Benson Phillips and his wife, for some reason, did an interview with the Worthing Herald and she suggested that he's digging out his mankini for it. Oh, right. So That is grim. Next the, weekend. Next next weekend, if you want to see Dave Benson Phillips, and let's face it, he's going to have some gunk, isn't he? Like, he did the gunk dunk, get your own back and all that. He's going to probably have a bucket of gunk. And mm. um, the other thing, Will, involves you Googling something and watching it, and I hope you haven't seen it yet. Um, I kind of feel like we should change the what we're all watching thing to Walter. Something about Walter. No, we'll do that next week. Okay, We've fine. already set it up now. Most people are probably turned off by this point. Will, I want you to Google McDonald's fight. 
McDonald's fight. Do yeah. I have to do it right now? Yeah, because I want your reaction. I want you to play it. Because I'm currently looking up what's happening. Dave, there he- oh my God, it's Dave Benson <laughs> Phillips and Session Moth Martina going up against the anti-fun police. <laughs> that is amazing. That is right, legitimately we need to go. awesome. We need to go. Oh. Or at least watch it online. Um, G- uh, Chief Deputy Dunn, no fun done, is like, he was brilliant again at uh, Progress this week. He's great. Los Federales is great. That's amazing. I'm so excited about that. Right. Open a new tab. Yeah. Okay. Google McDonald's fight and have a look at the news stories because um, Becky has sent this in. Okay. Um, not technically a wrestling match, but McDonald's basically... employee starts fight after customer throws milkshake. So watch this. This looks like something I saw at the uh, at the Lambeth uh, Country Fair last weekend Probably. when there were couples throwing slushies at so each other. And we'll tweet the link to this as punches well. as well. It's very similar. We'll watch the link to this, but she's definitely been watching WWE. And there's one moment where, um, you, you, well, you'll you'll see. Um, what, listen to Will's reaction and I guarantee you you'll want to watch this and have a look at our Twitter at Pro Wrestle Show um, has the video loaded? Uh, yes it's just come up Dope World Hip Hop let's see what? Right, here we go Milkshake okay. Thrown Trey in the Face is that um, is that a customer or an employee that's so basically that there's a customer in a mcdonald's in australia who's Ooh, picked on a woman who out. works there her boobs hanging out yep. which is the best thing but the yeah, side that's the best thing. the employee is like six foot four yeah and built like a tank i think yeah. like she's an islander from like one of the islands pacific islands and this woman's obviously had a problem with her probably drunk or whatever keep, keep watching there's one point, and you'll tell you'll tell the me the hair pull. No, you'll tell me when when it's when she's clearly watched wrestling because you think it's over, then something happens. Okay, so I think it's over now. It looks like it's all done. She's oh, she's picked up a chair. <laughs> she's got the chair she's, shot. She's, she's picked up a chair. She's gone at her with the chair. The chair is the chair's now been pulled away. Yeah. What's happening? What's going on here? I don't know, but like I know it's not wrestling, but like that's better, legitimately better than some wrestling I've seen. That was horrendous. Uh, retweet it. Absolutely, right now. Yeah, well, have a look. At Pro Wrestle Show, um, take, you have to watch it. Right. Good stuff, mate. Good um, show. Other than that... Anything else? Um, Jimmy Havoc. All I'm saying is, you know that Progress are doing this thing about the title, because obviously Zack Sabre Jr. couldn't do it because of New Japan. They're doing this thing. It's really complex, but if we you win three in a row... Week. We yeah. explained it last week. Jimmy Havoc, previous Progress champion, hasn't got a match now because his match against Will Ospreay is not happening. He's basically dropped a hint on Instagram that, you know, it's been a while since he's been Progress champion. So I'm putting it on record now, this is a purely a self-indulgence thing, that I think Jimmy Havoc will be in the Progress Championship match against Walter with maybe another, another maybe. I don't know. Just putting it out there because I've, I, I, you know, I've stalked his Twitter. Brilliant. Good. Great work, mate. All that's left to mention is that you can get 10% off at Urban Species, who do we a, really a lovely to, range of t-shirts. We've got stuff that's going to be happening with them coming up that we need to get oh, sorted absolutely. and deal with. Well, uh, what we're going to do, I'm again, breaking the fourth wall, um, up to this stage, me and Will wing this, as you might have guessed. So um, next week, we're making a diary so that we can get our S together. Yeah, 100%. Right, top work. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Uh, as always, the iTunes reviews, the love on Twitter. Go and watch that Will Ospreay uh, against Matt Riddle matchup because uh, if you don't watch Matt Riddle and you've not watched Will Ospreay, it'll get you excited about both. Thank you so much for listening. This has been the Pro Wrestling Show. Cheers, Willie. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. 
Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.